Okay, let's go. This is the right size. We're live? Or is this my thing? Are we live? What do you mean? The buttons are gone. You can't flip it? Yeah, 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 technology. They will, they will. <laughs> you know what? So start it, start it and stop it. No, it's fine. Is it, it catches the thing? It's not, it's not a crazy picture? What? So, so start it over. Yeah. All right, Rabbi Sai, sorry for the delay, technical difficulties. Uh, quick emails. My name is Avram Schwartz. My friend Bernard David. Today, tonight is a David theme. Two emails from uh, our friends David. Bernard David is from Manchester. He's the Roish Chabura of Manchester, of the writer's father, the Manchester Chabura. My friend Bernard David just gave me your contact details. I want to first of all thank you for the wonderful enlightening share. Although I'm now Bar Hashem doing my fourth cycle. I really appreciate a fresh, refreshing insight to the daily daf, as well as a very friendly atmosphere of the shir. I'm part of your wonderful Manchester family. I do not actually listen to the shir Manchester, but he's part of the wonderful family. <clears throat> because he's a mashgiach and he travels all week, I listen in the hotels and depending on the strength of the Wi-Fi, when I listen to live recording. I have an issue which I hope that you can help me with. Your shir is available only on YouTube. He's an OU mashgiach. He says a statement which is not 100% true. Your share is available only on YouTube. I would very much prefer not to use YouTube. Not really kosher. I fly a lot and would like to be able to download the share as I do with many shurim from Kol Alashon. Please advise. So we mentioned the other day that we have a, a great friend, Leon Welcher from South Africa, who developed an app. And there's over a thousand people that are using that app. So you could be one of those people. That's one way. We also have a website called 8minutedav.com and you could view it over there. That's another way. There's also podcasts if you don't want to see the, the video. If that's also not kosher, so you can just get a podcast and you can see it in your hotel. And also we're, we're going to have soon uh, a WhatsApp. Once we figure out how to get the, uh, a smaller file, it's going to be on a WhatsApp too. Daniel Katzman, Shalom Reb Eli, Yvaldik. Thank you again for the amazing share. Your clear, understandable share take a lot of difficulties of keeping it away. Of keeping it away. What, I, okay, whatever. I managed to watch the shear twice every day at playback speed of one and three quarters. Givaldic. I was thinking about doing that. We could be the only shear on YouTube. Not the only, but we could be like a 25-minute shear. Just... <laughs> to me, you are a Rebbe, but every time you mention that you're only a balabas, it gives me a great chizuk that maybe one day I could give my own shear. Yvaldik. Okay, another Balabas guy. I love it. Thanks to Reb Laibi David for encouraging me to stick with the shir. So here's Reb Laibi David, the son of the other Rabbi David from Manchester. Huge mazel tov. What? Yeah, you can show him. Why not? Reb Laibi David, he's one of our only Koilo guys. Is there any other official Koilo member? You? 
Yosef Biliak is in Kolel, okay. Are you? He's in Kolel, okay, Givaldik. Okay, so we have three Kolel guys. Huge Mazel Tov, may the whole Chabura, worldwide, be Zoich Tashir, many more Simchas. I hope one of these days to manage to come attend in person. Keep up the great inspiration. Danny Yerushalayim. All right. And here we go. We got to start the Dafra Boisai. I had a Bakosha from one of, one of the Mishtatvim, whose son is in a choir, who has to make it to choir practice, hasn't missed the Daf yet. He asked me if I could cut the shear short for his son. I'm not going to say who it is. He's, he usually sits over here, whatever, not going to go into it. Zokti Gemara, Kim Chedechite. We're only have Lamed Vav Amadalev. We're going into Brachas. We're going to learn a lot of beautiful Brachas. The sons are here. This father's busy. Mosheh Shabbos, he doesn't come. Sons, one of his sons, Ari, actually learns the daf at least twice a day, sometimes three times a day. He comes to two shiurim sometimes. And he's a big, he's big into the gallery. That's, what, that's his makam. He makes a great kafei afuch. He's a great kid. Okay, we got to go. Daf Lamed Vav, like ten lines down. What bracha do you make on wheat? Anybody? Not everybody together? Adama. What happens if you take that wheat and you grind it down to fine flour? What bracha do you make? Kimcha dechiti. You take flour. Very good. Whoever said machlaikis, yishkoyach. Because anything I could ask you, you'll say machlaikis, you'll be right. Kimcha dechiti. Rav Yehuda Omar, boirei pri adama. It remains Hadama, what it originally is. Something changed there, so therefore it's Shahakal. And the Gemara is going to explain. Now it's very interesting because we know that Rav Yehuda always quotes Shmuel. Rav Yehuda says, Rav Nachman says, sorry, that's somewhere else. That's later. So, yeah, Rav Yehuda is the Talmud Shmuel. He's quoting his Rebbe Shmuel and Rabbi Yechanan. So, he's in very good company. That what? You make a Hadama. What do you do? What broth do you make on olive oil? Which we had the other day that olive oil is really bad for you. So, if you drink it as is, you don't make any bracha, but if it's part of a medicine, you do make a bracha. What bracha do you make? Ho'eit. But it's not ho'eit, it's not a fruit anymore, it's squeezed. Even though it changed completely, it's still within its, what it was designed to be, to be used for. Even though it no longer looks like a piece of grain, it's now flour. This is what it was made for. Midami. What's the connection between olive oil and flour? Hosam You're at the last stop. What else can you do with an olive besides olive oil? So that's the last stop. So you make the, the bracha that was intended to make. But over here, it's not at the final stage. The final stage is bread. What do you do with grain? You make bread. You're talking about this, the middle stage, the flour. You should make Adam on it. That's not how you eat it. So if we just stop here for a second, 
maybe, I don't know if we could go weiter, but let's say right over here, if we stop right over here. It doesn't, if it's the last stage, you make the bracha that was intended for. So olive oil is hoeitz. What about chocolate? This is where the shiloh for chocolate comes in. Chocolate, what, why do you have these cocoa beans? T- to eat chocolate. How do you eat chocolate? In this way. So you're eating the, the actual chocolate. And that should be, it should be your eights maybe. Maybe that's only the chocolate drink because the Incas used to make it only from, and then used to use the chocolate that we eat. That was the byproduct. What? The Incas, chocolate comes from the Incas in Mexico or in South America. No. They used to only eat the, they didn't used to eat the cocoa butter, they used to throw it away. No. Today, 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 we make, we plant cocoa beans to make chocolate. That's its bimusakai. It's like, it's like, why is it different than grain? You plant a thing and you make, you make something out of it, and it should be the final bracha should be heitz. That's what you make it for. Does anybody else eat anything? What? Chocolate is cocoa. Not chocolate drink. Chocolate food. The the bar. Chocolate bar. A candy. What? I'm not talking about milk chocolate. No, I'm talking about a piece of chocolate. What difference would originally, today, we planted for a certain reason? Uh, what I, do I care what they did 100 years ago? Today, you plant cocoa to make chocolate. I'm just explaining, that's why, that's why Rabbi Yashav held that it should be AIDS. Zogti Gemara. V'chi isle iluya achrina loy mevarchinana adama el now, if it has another, another stage, you make a shahakal. If you have uh, uncooked gourd, and the flour of barley, so if I see that barley flour is shahakal, what about regular flour? My love. Otherwise, it would say in the Bryce, it would talk about regular flour. It doesn't talk about regular flour. It says, the flour of barley, which is inferior to regular flour, is shahakal. Meaning, that regular flour from grain should be adama. You can't infer from this anything. Regular flour from grain is also shahakal. And the question is, shahakal doesn't mention Regular flour? Yes. I would think the regular flour is shahakal. If I have to tell you about barley flour, because if I don't tell you about barley flour, one would think that it's worthless. Who eats barley flour? It's crazy. You don't make a bracha on something that's not edible. And if I say only regular flour, you make a shahakal, some would think that any other flour other than regular grain flour is no bracha at all. That barley flour shahakal and also regular flour shahakal. So I can't make a diuk from here. Why would I think such a thing? Is it any worse than salt and brine, meaning salt water? What brach do you make on salt water? You do make a shahakal. And who eats salt? It's not really something that you eat, yet you make a shahakal on it. So why would I think that barley flour is worse? Barley flour tastes better than salt. Unless you're my father-in-law. Where's that bag? It's gone. I'm serious. Somebody took it out of here. Okay. Who eats, who eats salt? 
More people eat barley flour than salt. So, but you see that you do, you do make a shahakal on salt and on salt water. Like for the Seder night, if you're just going to drink that stuff that we dunk our whatever into, that's a shahakal. Dar for you crazy people. So here's another chiddush now. We're learning a lot of halachas lamaisa here. I would think that some people put salt in their mouth. I actually have a kid that does that. One of my kid, children likes to eat salt, as is. Fine. I said, I'm not uh, whatever. My father-in-law, my kid. But other people don't. Barley, barley um, flour is, is more problematic because it causes worms. So maybe if it's, a, it's one of these things that we had the other day, like shemen zayis, that causes tsar in the body, you don't make a bracha at all? Chamash you do make a bracha on it, even though it's problematic, even though it causes issues with the body. Why? Anything that you have, your body has an awe from it, it gives your body sustenance, then even though if it has a side effect of worms, you still make a bracha. So what about olive oil? Then what about olive oil? Oh, because olive oil gives you ano. That's why I'm saying sustenance. I'm saying sustenance on purpose because olive oil we learned that if you, you drink it, it's mazik your body. I have ano from it, maybe. But it doesn't do anything for your body. It goes in and out. All it does, it, from the beginning to end, it causes tsar to the body. But flour gives you, you're eating flour, it's, it's a carb. It's a carb. It gives you something good for the body. But it also comes with worms. So for the, for the carbs, you have to make a shahakal. For the worms, I don't know what bracha you make. Baruch dayanemes or ashayotzar, I don't know what. But you have to make a bracha on the carbs. That's how you have to differentiate. Otherwise, we have a major problem. How come olive oil, you don't make a bracha since it's mazik? Zok de gemara, kaira. Kaira, let's say, kaira, the few pshatim. It's something that grows out of a palm tree. It's the... It's a branch that comes out, it's edible, but if you don't take it off the tree, it turns into part of the tree. Not, not hearts of palm. I don't think it's hearts of palm. It's palm shoots. Hearts of palm is something else, I think. I think. Rav Yehuda Omar, Boiri Priyoha Domo, Ushmol Omar, Shaakoyl Niebedvaroy. Now, what brach do you make on a tree, on a bark of a tree? So there's, di there's different things. What, what broccoli do you make on sugar? On sugar cane? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what broccoli do you make on, on a piece of cinnamon? That's a bark. If you turn, turn the page, Daflam Vavam Beis, look in Taisvis, Dibra Maskabirativa, Taisvis says, Smack in middle of the says, I will eat kinamoin, shakoyan canile, mevachamal of boy priya doma, mepnesher, gin lochle bioivish. And then he says, Vigamugodalala oretz. Now, there's a problem. Val tsukroi on sugar, mevacham boy priya eats. Sugar's eats, he says. All right. 
Zogti Gemara, but this Koira, why it's just a piece of tree? No, sugar cane is also. Uh, it's not, it grows every year? It's a fruit. No, it's a Adama fruit. It's a good Shiloh. I don't think Toys is talking about the beet one. Toys is probably talking about the sugar cane. All right. Rav Yudah, my boy, Priyadom, Ushmola, Meshakon, Yabit Varoi. Rav Yudah, my boy, Priyadom, Perehu. It's edible, you eat it. Ushmola, Mar, Shakoil, Niabit Varoi. Hoyo, Vesoifer, Lahakshois. Since it's going to harden, it's going to be part of a tree, so you make a shakal. Omele, Shmola, Rav Yudah, Shinino. So now, over here, it's interesting. This is what I was saying before, because Rav Yehuda is the, always the one that quotes Shmuel and Rav. And over here, he argues with him. Not a problem. Shmuel respected him, and Shmuel says, You're right, Shinino, you're the sharp one. Kivasach mistabra. It makes a lot of sense that it's Ha'adama. Why? I'll prove it to you. That's nine. A turnip, soifer lahakshois. If you leave it in the ground, it'll get hard. So you see, I don't care what it ends up Happening to it if it turns out hard. Since it's edible now, you make a adama. Says the Gemara Veloi. It's nine, not the inche, adaita de pugla. People plant it because they want to eat it when it's soft. Nobody plants a palm tree for the kaira, for those shoots. And we're going to see a little bit more of the svara in a minute, what it means. And just because you didn't have in mind, to eat it or to plant it and to have that kind of hana from it so you don't make a bracha? Varei tzlaf. And now we're going to go into a whole suga of tzlaf. This is the end product of a tzlaf. This is a caper berry right here. Tzlaf in vinegar. This is what it looks like. If somebody wants to really see what it looks like, in the Ayalon Park there's tons of tzlaf trees right below the Eris at Tzvi Shul. This is what it looks like if you're looking for it. It's a pretty flower. And this is the berry. And on, around the berry, we have what we call in the Gemara Kafrisen. We're going to see that there's a lot of names for the slav. It's called Aviyoinois, slav. They call it a whole different name on the base. But this is the husk, the Kafrisen, the husk. This falls off once, you, once, you, once it becomes ripe. It's not there anymore, as we're going to see in the Gemara. This husk. And then there's something called a tamara, a date. I'm not exactly sure where that is especially in this picture. Some say it's on the leaf itself, and there's like a little, Rashi says it's like a little thing on the leaf, like a arava, like this little guy over here. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Some sort of seed or something. Somebody has a picture, please send it. What? No, no, no. The fruit is davionis. This is the, this is the fruit. That, that we know what it is. In addition to this, there's something called a tamar. I'm assuming it's much smaller and... It has a different halacha, as we're going to see. Even if this is our eight, the tamar is not. Over here now, there's a new word called perach. Perach is the actual fruit. Here's a new word, nitzpah. It means all the tzlaf, all the types of capers. So basically there's four things in its laugh. There's the olin, there's the leaves. But tomorrow there's the little dates. I'm not exactly sure what those are. 
Even on the leaves you make Adama. Those are the berries. Those are the husks. So even on the kafris and the husk that surround the berry, you make what? Akoponim, when a person plants his caper tree, bush, what is he doing it for? Is he thinking about leaves? Is he, what is he thinking for? He's not really thinking about all these other stuff. Maybe for the berries, but not so much for the leaves. Yet you have to make a bari pradam on it. When a person plants a tzlaf bush, he has a mind for all four things. But when you plant a palm tree, you're not thinking about the palm shoots. Why not? What's the difference? So what? But I'm planting. I want to eat my shoots. I eat my shoots. I put them in my soup. So what? I want it. What? Zokt Rashi. That it ruins the tree. It's part of the tree. So if I take off the tree, I'm going to make my tree smaller. But this bush, you can take as much as you want. It's not going to ruin it. That's the pshat. You have to know pshat. Not just tam. I don't have in mind. There's a reason why I don't have in mind. Even though Shmuel called Rav Yehuda Shinina, and he does so many times in Shas, and over here he says, it seems like he agrees with him, that he's right, that it should be Adam al-Hilchasek The halacha is, like what he said originally, that the shoots of a palm tree are shahakal. Why? Like the Gemara just said, because you don't plant it for that. You don't have a mind. Adar Rav, it ruins your tree. Om Rav Yehuda, Om Rav. And here's Rabbi Yehuda, the same Rabbi Yehuda, but now he's quoting his other Rabbi, Rav. What happens if you have this caperberry tree in Chutzlaretz, in America? He's allowed to eat the Arla, the husk Arla. What's going on here? Because Arla, you're not allowed to eat anything. In Eretz Yisrael, you wouldn't be able to eat the husks that surround the berry. So why in Chutzlars you could? Perhaps it's not even a pre. As we just learned on the leaves and on the dates of this slav on the caperberry. Over here it says Mephorish, we learned Mephorish, that the husk, is the strongest bracha. Bayer Priya What are you telling me? It's not fruit. It is fruit. He's going to go like Rebbe Kiva. It's not. Rebbe says that the caperberry tree, you take miser from the tomorrow, the berry, and the husk. And not on the leaves. Leaves, nothing. Rebbe Kiva Oimer, a misaser elo aviyoynois bilvad. Comes Rabbi Kivan says, no. In Eretz Yisrael, you only take miser on one thing, on the berry. One out of four things. In other words, Rabbi Kiva holds, everything else is not a pre. Mipneshu pre. Oh. So, what does that have to do with Arlo and Chutzlart? Rabbi Kiva says, you only take miser on the berry itself. And in Chutzlart, the Gemara says, whoever holds in Chutzlart, that you, it's not considered Arlo. That the husk is not considered all, it must be going like Rebbe Kiva. So the Gemara, is, the Gemara explains. So just say straight out, instead of saying that you could eat this, you can't eat this, this is our, just say Allah Rebbe Kiva, and we all know that Rebbe Kiva holds that when it comes to the caper berry, 
The only thing that's considered fruit is the berry, and the other three things are not. MMA law, I don't have to be law. I don't have to do maiser, whatever, whatever Allah is negat to Rabbi Kiva. Why do I start talking about Arlan Chutzlaretz? Says Gemari, Oh my Allah, your Rabbi Kiva, have Amino, Afilu Baaretz. Maybe the Allah should be like Rabbi Kiva everywhere, in all countries. Komash Malon, no. The reason why the Allah is like Rabbi Kiva in Arlan and Chutzlaretz is because of a special concept called Kolamekel Baaretz, Allah Kamoise Bechutzlaretz. Who's the biggest Mekel in Eretz Yisrael? Rabbi Kiva, in this halacha. He holds that one out of four is a fruit, the other things are not fruit. Rabbi Lezah says three out of four are fruits. So Rabbi Kiva is the mekel in Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, the halacha always is in Chutzlar, it's like the mekel. Why? What's going on here? Our law is Doiraisa only in Eretz Yisrael. In Chutzlar, it's only the Rabbanon. It's not so much that the concept of. Uh, or whatever. But there's a new Yisait that since Arla in Chutzlar is the Rabbanon, so we take the most lenient position in Eretz Yisrael and we apply it to Chutzlar. The most lenient position that we don't necessarily hold like is Rabbi Kiva, who says that only the berry itself is considered fruit. So we take that position and we use it in Chutzlar. Only the fruit is considered a fruit when it comes to Arla in Chutzlar. So, so be more specific. Say, the Allah is like Rabbi Kiva in Chutzlarz, but not in Eretz Yisrael. Why? I would think that that's only get to Maiser of a tree. The bar is Gufa Midrabanon. What do you have to give Maiser from? Only three things Dagon, Tiroi, Shvitzar. Only grain. Wine and oil. But the rest of the trees, apples and oranges, are only with the Rabbanon. Arlo is completely the Raisa, everything. Fine. We're talking about Arlo. And he noticed that Marba Ravashi was throwing away the actual. Berries, but he was eating the husks of the caper berry. In other words, who did he hold like? Held like Rebbe Kiva. Rebbe Kiva, the mekel. Holding like Rebbe Kiva. So now the Gemara introduces another shita that's even less than Rebbe Kiva. You thought, again, so we're going with this halacha that the concept is that in Chutzlars we go with the biggest mekel. But Rabbi Kiva is not the biggest mekel. There's even a, a, a lower shita, Beishamai, who holds it's nothing. There's no oil at all. There's nan, slav, Beishamai, oimrim, kilayim, bakerim. So let's talk about klayakerim. What's klayakerim? You're not allowed to plant a vegetable with grapes. But it has to be a vegetable with grapes. Can you plant a caper berry with grapes? What's a caper berry? Is a caper berry a vegetable? Is a caper berry a tree? If it's a tree, it's no, no problem. There's no climb. But if it's a, it's a vegetable, so you're not allowed to. It says, Bishamai, Bishamai, Bakerem, it's a problem. A tzlaf is considered a vegetable, so you can't plant it together. It's not, it's not a vegetable, it's a tree. So you, there's no problem. And they both admit that it's a tree. They chayv in arla, because only trees you chayv in arla. There's no arla on a tomato, on tomato. 
You're telling me that's a vegetable. According to Beishami, therefore this Klaim, And then you're telling me that it's a problem with Arla, Alma, Min Ilanu. Which one is it? They don't know what it is. They're not sure if it's a tree or a bush. And therefore, they took both Oh, so now why is Bishamay more makel than Rabbi Kiva? Because they hold that the whole bush is a suffolk to begin with. If you have a suffolk arla, it's asur in Eretz Yisrael, ubesur yamutar, ubechutz laaretz. What do you do if you have a suffolk arla in chutz laaretz? Yored velokeach, ubevad shuliyren alokeach. You have a guy, a shady guy, that's chashur on arla. You're allowed to go to him and buy. Suffolk Arla fruits. You see that he has Arla trees that are two and a half years old. And you see that he has mature trees. Let it go over him and say, I want a pound of apples, a pound of grapes, whatever it is. Dairaises. You're allowed to do that. We're talking about Arla, so everything. Uh, apples also. But you have to turn your head away. Don't watch him pick it off the tree. But you're very makealer. Why? Because it's a Suffolk Arla and Suffolk Arla you're allowed to. So why don't why don't we take that cheetah? Why why are we talking about Rabbi Kiva not Bishamai? Says the Gemara Moir Dik. Bishamai doesn't count. We don't count them at all. What was that? It was only a razor blade. Not a big deal. On my shoe. Rabbi Kiva, welcome Rabbi Lezav. Dinu kavosei. Okay, so you have a machlokes Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Lezav. So you go like Rabbi Kiva. But when you have an argument between Bishamah and Bishilal, he doesn't count at all. Bishamah doesn't count. They don't, they don't count. If they don't count, that's why we're not bringing him as a shita. The shita that's the most makal for us is Rebbe Kiva. Ask the Gemara now, this husk. We're talking about the husk. Again, what's the husk? This is the caper berry. This is this guy. These little guys are inside over here and they have a peel. They have some sort of protector. This purple thing, yeah? This guy. This, as the Gemara, should be considered a shimer. It's a protector of the berry. Without it, the berry would go bye-bye probably. We actually even spoke about a little bit the yad of a pre. A while ago, maybe two weeks ago. The handle connected to the pre. Over here we're talking about the shoimer of the pre, the protector. Rachmona Omar varaltamar losoi esperioi. What do you do with that extra s? S hatofel aperioi. The extra, the, the, the not the pre itself, the tofel to the pre. Umay niu shoimer the pre, and this comes to talk about when it comes to arla, even the peel of a fruit has a halach of arla. It's also bahana. So now, we have to understand, why is the husk not part of the pre? It should be considered a pre. Like anything else, why, why are we saying it's not? Oh my Rava, so we, there's three attempts here in Rava. Why is the husk not part of it? Oh my Rava, hey chamrin, the nasa shoymer le pre. Now he's going he's to define what a shoymer is. Try number one. What's considered a shoymer? Hey chad ise bein betalosh, bein bemechubar. When you remove... The caper berry from the from the bush from the tree it has its husk on it, but it doesn't. And memela it's not a shomer. 
it falls off way before. And Memele is not a real Shoimer. This is a Shoimer, everybody say this. This is on, look, way after it was picked, this is a Shoimer. By a caperberry, that husk just disappears. Not a Shoimer. Zogdi Gemara, Eis Abayo, Pit Moshe Rimoin Mitztarefes, so I brought a Rimoin. I wasn't really sure. I've never really seen the pitma of a Rimoin. But I'm going to try to do it here with the Oilam. This is Nates, L'chaira. You guys see this, these flowers in here? These are the Nates. This is part of the crown. That's called the Masrek in Lashon of Gemara. This thing. Here. I got this on Shabbos. Somebody gave it to me. Watch the thing. Here, this is the crown, and you see the flowers inside? That's the nates, the flowers inside. Now, the flowers inside are sitting on top of the pitma. They're a shoimer to a shoimer. Let's see if we can get to the pitma. I see the pitma. I do see it. I don't know if you can see it. I'm going to try. I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm going to get red all over my... Yeah. Makes a very good dye. Thank you. Oh, oh, got to it, here. You guys see it? This is the pitum. In English it's called a nipple. And what? What's its purpose? It's a protector, the Gemara says. Yeah? It's good. All right. I never noticed it. Okay. Pitmosh Rimoin, it's in the schus of the oil that I worked on the first try. <laughs> here, pass it around. At the oil see. So what, what's, what's the gay here? Pitmosh Rimoin, it's We're talking about the tumma of, of a fruit. You need a kabeza to make a tumma. And if you need to come on to the Rimoin, to the, to the pitma, to the pitum of the Rimoin, then it's mitztaref. You could use that as a kabeitza, and now you have a kabeitza of tumah. Vahanei but this stuff that we just removed, all this, the flower stuff, is not mitztaref. Why? The Gemara understands that it's on top of it. I have a little bit of an issue to understand that this is, one of the pshatim is that it's these guys, but it does say in the Gemara soon that it falls off before it matures, and I noticed this a lot on... On, um, on pomegranate, so I don't know, maybe it's dead, it's not, I don't know. Alright. The fact is, you see that Nate is not mitzarev, that means it's not food. It says, the Nate, these flowers, and the problem is, the Gemara is understanding that since these guys fall off early, before the end, it's still considered a shimer. It's still You see, it's not like Rava. This should be like the caperberry, like the husk of the caperberry, that it falls off before it's mavushal, before you, it, you, you, uh, you take it off the tree. This also falls off before, yet it's chayv and arla. So why is caperberry any different? The husk should be chayv when is it considered a shomer? When it's there all the way to the end. 
It accompanies the pre all the way to the end. less of Gemara but the husk is not there until the end. Asiri. says Rashi is talking about a thin layer on top of a date. It's very similar to the husk that we're talking about. What time is it, Rabbi? Say? Eight. Eight, eight? eight. I see. Good, good luck with your solo, Rabbi Seltzer. When they're small, over here you see that's not true. That even if it's only there, when it's in its beginning stages, it's still considered a shoimer, a protector. It doesn't have to be there like Robert tried to say all the way to the end. Smodar is a small grape. It's also in our law because it's considered a fruit. Do they argue on everything? When are you not allowed to cut a tree on Shemitah? Now, on Shemitah, we're allowed to eat the fruit. But you're not allowed to cut a tree that has fruit on it already because you're destroying the fruit. And there's a passage that says they have to eat the fruit. You don't destroy fruit. On Shemitah, it says, La'achla, v'loy said. So when could you, when could you cut the branches? Once the fruit comes out, when it comes to boxer, how do you say boxer in English? Carib, uh, carib, when it has like a bunch of small ones, v'akfana mishigaru, the Gemara describes, Tosis has a very nice question here. What do you mean that on Shemitah, you're allowed to cut the branches. You're not allowed to cut branches ever of a tree. It's Baltashchis. You're not allowed to cut branches of a, or a, a fruit tree. It's also. Yeah? When I lived in B'nai Brak, this was in the early 80s, there's a massive uh, orange uh, pardes grove over there, and they, the trees were literally dead. And everybody knew that the owner said he's not going to cut down the trees. He can't cut it until he can't build buildings. Today, so I, this guy was smart because he listened to the halacha or whatever. He's makbid. He probably made millions and millions just by waiting. Because every day that you wait over there, the prices went up. But anyways, the concept of Baltashah. So Taisa explains this, this concept so we can know. Taisa says there's two things. If the fruit tree doesn't uh, produce a kav of fruit, then it's not a problem. Another thing is, if the wood is worth more than the fruit, then it's not baltashchis because you're using the wood for it. So we're talking about such a case that this tree... Because pruning produces more fruit. If you're doing it for the tree, you mean? Yeah, okay. So yeah, pruning is great. Pruning is part of it. Saying so if you're just chopping off uh, for no reason or whatever, that's, that's this. I think what they do today is they, they transplant the trees. They, they, what? they take it with everything and they, they put it somewhere else. If they could. Ravasi says, Boiser and Gerua is the same thing. Pull alavan. Remember this pull, this is a very dangerous for Kurdim. I believe this is it, this pile. Some Kurdim, they, that guy that died on the plane on his honeymoon, Kurdim are not allowed to eat it. But anyway, they're very allergic to it. 
We're not talking about pull, we're talking about grapes. What are we talking about? How did the bean come in here? That's the size that makes it also for you to chop off the branch. In other words, even this caper berry, going back to the caper berry, problem with the caper berry on Rava. Even if it's very small, it's considered a fruit. And don't tell me that the, the, the shoimer, because it's very small, it's not considered a shoimer. So here's the final pshat. What's considered a protector? If you remove the protector, like on this pomegranate or any other fruit, take uh, the peel off the apple, it's gone. When it comes to the caper berry, it doesn't have an effect on the berry. The berry could survive without it. That indicates to us that it's not a protector. And proof for this is, they once took off the nates. Again, this would be very problematic to say that this is the nates. So I don't know, I'm thinking more and more that this is not the nates, these flowers over here. They took off the nates and the entire... Pomegranate went to waste. And listen to this one. This is a brand new one for our sugya. This is also new, that word. What's vitiso? The caper berry. All of a sudden, a new word for a caper berry. And a new word for pircha over here now means the actual berry. I'm not sure if that's what we had before. I think we didn't have that before. The pircha. Okay, somebody look it up. I'll go upon him. Bunch of ways to call this caper berry. We could skip these next few lines because Taisa takes them out, or could we just read it quickly? Taisa says that these lines are not part of the Gemara, not part of Shas. It's from the Halachas Gdoilis. The Halacha is, and you see that the Lashon is a little different also. Like Mara Rashi threw out the actual fruit on Arla and he ate the husks. And since because Arla is not considered a fruit, so therefore it's not fruit when it comes to the bracha. And Taisus has a bam kasha here. How is that true? Because in Eretz Yisrael it is considered a fruit. In Eretz Yisrael it is considered bayer preets. So how could it be a difference of brachas in different countries? So Mela, that's why he strikes this out. Pilpilei, Rav Sheshis Omer Shahakal. I asked my wife for some pilpil. She said in Israel they don't really sell the the pilpil, the, the, the black peppers. Is that true? They do. She just doesn't know. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. The ones that you grind, yeah? They sell it. Okay, they sell it. It's not edible. It's a it's a spice. Why would somebody make a bracha on it? I guess this is even worse than salt that we had before, that you do make a brach on it. You're not, don't eat it. It, it. I guess it's very spicy. Even if you eat any Yom Kippur, you pot it from Kars. But if you chew on ginger, potter. Same thing. I guess they didn't have sushi in those days. That's the main thing. No, that's the main ingredient in sushi. It's gewaldic with, with ginger. Look at this pasuk. Finished. 
Why does it mention that it's an eitz machal? Any, how do you get fruit if it's not a tree? It's a, it's a fruit tree. Of course it's a fruit tree. Where else in Shas do we have eight superior Shava? But Esri doesn't have this halacha. Where else? And that's, I don't remember. No. I think there's something Shevet. So something, something Shevet. Shevet, Shevet, Shevet. I don't know. There's, there's a third thing for sure. Look it up. Vezah Pilpulin. Tzvika Mazah. Tam she'eit zupiri shava. What else is it? Esri we said. Esri we said, but it's somewhere else. L'lam dechosh ha'pilu b'chayom ba'arlo, l'lam dechosh in Eretz Yisrael chaseiru klum. So what does it say? That the pilpel is considered a fruit. It is our law. And that Eretz Yisrael even has pilpel. Oh, Mamish before is not like my wife. I just chapna. Eretz Yisrael has everything. I should have seen in the Gemara. It does have pilpel. What are you talking about? It has everything. So no, so you see, it's arla. It's not you can't eat it on Yom Kippur. If it's chayiv and arla, how does eating on Yom Kippur go together with arla? On, on the one hand, if you eat it, it's arla. On the other hand, if you eat it, you put on Yom Kippur. If it's moist, it's fresh. People eat it. If it's loikashi, Thank you, Nachman. There's some food that comes from the Indians, from not Indians, from Hoidu, from India. I should say India. And I guess it's a very ginger heavy food. Again, we have a problem. People do eat ginger. How do you tell me that you're potter in kipper? Like If it's moist, it's edible. Not moist, not edible. Chavitz kedero. This is a food that's made out of flour, oil, and honey. And that would be the shaila now. So this also, you could take this home, you could do some research. How do we look at different foods? You have flour, you have Oil and honey, shahakal, shahakal, and flour. What bracha do you think you should make on this dish right here? Very good. He said machlaikis. Very good, very good. This is also a very good point. We're going to get there in a second. Rav Yudama shahakal niyabit voroi. Rav Kahana oma boyerimimimim zoinois. But dice agreed though. You guys, Israelis know what dice is. I don't have to tell them. Dice is like oatmeal. But that is a great, the kulam loipligi, the barimim zoinus. If it just has the oats or whatever it is, the, 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 the crushed, whatever, what is it called? Steel? Yeah, steel cut oats. Of course it's barimim zoinus. Keep ligi, but daiso kein chavitz gdeira, like your mom makes. Put a little maple syrup, a little this, a little that. Now what's the halacha? Ravidom shahakol, sovaduf shaikar. The maple syrup is the main thing, the dvash, the honey, all the good stuff. Ravkanom ha barimim zoinus. Sovar smidoiker. The main part is the is the kemach. Omer Rabbi Yosef Kavos said the Rav Kahanim is tabra. Makes sense. The Rav Shmuel, the Amr Tavayu, Kol Shiyesh Boy Mechameshes Haminim Mevorchem Alav Boy Minim Mizoynois. If you have one of the five minim, one of the five grains, it makes it a mizoynois. So what about what he just said? 
So Tysus brings his thing out. Look at like five lines from the end of the last Tysus. If it's just to bind the food together, and that's where a lot of questions come, like licorice and different candies or different things that the flour is in there just to glue it and bind it. Perhaps you don't make a mezoinus on those kind of foods. Have a good week. Tomorrow, 7.15, Bezer Hashem.